Hey there, I'm Janie Budnick, the Pet Biz Guru and founder of the Pet Biz Hive and Pet Biz MBA. The Pet Biz Hive podcast is a space for pet business owners to still get all those things done while getting some tips and business education in their ears. So pop in an earbud and get ready for the buzz. Hello there, and welcome to this week's Tip Tuesday on the Pet Biz Hive. I wanted to do a follow-up on a previous email that I did, and I am going all the way back to episode number seven, the top nine things to do for a pet event. And this week, I am going to expand on that a little bit. You know, that was glossing over things a little bit, but this week I want to talk to you about having perfect pet event marketing. We all want to completely rock our booth at a pet event if we sign up for them. Our time is valuable. Many times we have to pay for some of these pet events, right? So we want to make sure that we do stand out in the crowd and we get as many prospects over to our booth as possible so we do have great results for our time and effort in setting up a booth. I am going to fill you in on new ways that you can improve your pet event the next time you do one. So first of all, first impressions matter. Make sure that your booth really stands out. This can be, of course, however you would like for it to be, but make sure it is branded. Make sure that you have colors that are recognizable, that your logo is clearly displayed, and there is a very easy way for people to contact you. Now, I really like using QR codes. It's funny, back when QR codes first came out, I don't even know what year that was. I thought they were just really super great, but you had to have the actual app to be able to read the QR code. And then through the pandemic, of course, they changed many different things over like menus to being QR code based. And it really went mainstream when the photo apps in your phone were able to, of course, source those QR codes and take you to the actual URL use that QR code concept. And I do recommend that you have some sort of a banner or a large sign that is in the front of your booth. Not something that they have to actually come into their booth because there are some people that are a little non-committal at a pet event and it's just more convenient for them to scan and go, but you still get inside their phone, which is where you want to be. Banners. Banners are very important. Have things that are colorful. Have any kind of um, interesting, attractive pet items. Uh, One of the things that we enjoy doing is putting out the stuffed dogs that you get from Melissa and Doug. We use those for training purposes with our staff. And they also make absolutely great, attractive things to have in your booth. Of course, I do recommend that you do not put them on the ground because some other dogs might get a little jealous and they might get peed on. Not saying that we've had that happen, but we've certainly had our tablecloths get peed on. So just make sure you have planned that your tablecloth is going to get washed after the event. So make sure that your booth is very inviting and welcoming. One of the like biggest no-nos that I see is booths that have their tables 
up in the front, you know, the booths where it's 10 by 10s that are all in a row and the table is up in the front. So if people want to see what's going on, all they can do is just glance as they go by. And, and it's very easy to dismiss a company that way because of course you will have your people manning the booth who are behind the table sometimes they're sitting in chairs oh good lord no throw those chairs away you should never be sitting in a chair at a pet event and i highly recommend creating a welcoming environment inside your 10 by 10 booth so put your table on one side or the other or even put your table completely in the back of your booth. So you can be standing in the front, very open and welcoming people into the booth to see what you have. Super important. Of course, there are a lot of locations where you can get some of these things that you need for marketing in your booth. I have used for imprint many times for my own booth. That is where I have gotten my custom 10 by 10 tent. I also have gotten banners from them, my tablecloths, my little standing signs, um, just so many things that you can get. And also promotional products can come from them, which of course brings me to the second one. Be creative with those swag items, with the things that you are handing out at these events. Don't make them normal. Try to have something different and valuable that other people don't have. One of the things that I really like is rescue my pet window clings. You know, those uh, static window clings where you can write down how many dogs, cats, birds, whatever that you have in your home and that your client sticks inside their front window, not a sticker, an actual window cling. Those are typically found if you, gosh, if you go on um, Amazon, eBay, anywhere right now and try to find one, a lot of times you'll see that they're anywhere from 4 to $8. If you are giving those away, it is a huge community service. And I can tell you that I get mine from deluxe.com. I typically buy a bulk amount, so they usually cost me between 50 and 75 cents a piece. Now, when you are thinking about cool swag and promo products to have in your pet booth. Understand many people that go to these events are there just looking for free crap. And those are not your ideal clients, right? So I recommend trying to find bang for your buck. Find those things that are going to be effective, unique, and as much as possible under a dollar a piece. So the Rescue My Pet window clings are perfect for that. Another option that I get from DuraCard is special home alone cards that I designed. And these home alone cards, they're really intended for uh, maybe our seniors that have pets or anyone who lives alone. Think of that situation where there might be some sort of a medical emergency or an accident and that person is taken to the hospital and possibly cannot let the EMS team know that they have a pet that is home alone by themselves that needs care provided. We designed these cards when a, a dear client of ours ended up in the hospital and 
we were not contacted until about a week after he was in the hospital because no one knew he was there. He didn't have any close family that was aware of it. So a week later, we were finally called in to take care of his cat. Now, the cards that we have designed have, of course, the plastic wallet card, but we also had the ones designed that have the little key ID tag that goes on your keychain and very bright colors to jump out and let any EMF services know that there is a pet alone at home. And those are also available if you buy in bulk for under a dollar a piece. Really great community service items. Another one that I just like for fun is wooden nickels. Now these are, I believe I got those from 4imprint last time. They are very inexpensive and it's a very um, old reference to, you know, giving someone a wooden nickel. Literally these are just rounds, you know, maybe half dollar size wooden stamped out coins where you can put a coupon and your company logo on it. Very unique item for people to hold on to, very portable and just a little bit of a curiosity to make them think and look twice. So there's some of my favorite things to hand out. Of course, we do occasionally bring in the pet canned food lids. We bring in the jar openers. We have a lot of different items, but we do typically reserve those for occasions when we know we are going to see more of our ideal client, not just your general pet event. Okay, option three here. You want to make sure that you dress to impress. I think I mentioned this in episode number seven. Make sure that you have something like cool that really stands out an awesome shirt something with a great quote people like those kinds of things something in a bright color or that is very unique with your business information on it one of the fun things i've seen some businesses do lately is buying a dog costume like from amazon they're not very expensive a full dog costume and finding someone who is willing to wear that and put your company t-shirt on the dog. That makes for perfect photo opportunities with kids and kids are attached to parents and many parents have pets. So it's a full circle attention grabber at those events. Uh, Number four, create a fun place for the pets to go especially if you are at an event that does allow pets, like an outside event or an inside facility that allows pets. Turn your booth into a fun place for the dogs to go. One of my favorites is a baby pool full of balls where you hide treats in there and they get to go on a little bobbing for treats session. That is fun. It provides a great opportunity for photographs, for social media also. So come up with some of those fun little things that you can do. Of course, those treats, that brings me to the next one is offering treats to any dogs that come by. Now, by treats, I don't mean like crusty milk bones or anything like that. Something that is a higher value, that is a little bit tastier. You know, one of the greatest things that you can do is network with a local treat company. 
have some of their marketing materials there if they do supply you with some treats, of course, to have for your little events that you have in the booth. Perhaps you want to have them package up some of their treats with their card on it that you can also hand out. So that is a great partnership and networking with another local business that can really serve you down the road. And here is number six for you capturing the moment. Perhaps you have someone on your team that is a great photographer, or you can do a little bit more networking and team up with a local pet photographer to take photos in your booth. It's very easy to create a nice little backdrop, put up a little extra lighting if you have electric available, and have something like a kissing booth. Those are adorable for pictures. Ask for their email address in exchange for you sending them their photo. Here's another cool idea that we've had. We have a lot of freelancing artists that are also dog walkers and pet sitters for our team. Set up something a little bit like what you would see at a Six Flags with the caricature artists. See if any of your team members are able to do quick little drawings of someone's pets. This is number one, a huge talent because that is absolutely not me, but is something that would be a great opportunity for you to charge for. And especially if you are doing an event that goes to support a local rescue, donating the proceeds to that rescue. That is a great way to, of course, keep people in your booth a little bit longer so you could talk to them about your services, right? And then, of course, another point, if you are planning for an event, you need to harness the power of social media. Make sure you create a buzz about the booth that you have coming. Start to talk about your attendance at the event way in advance. Get people excited. Share live updates during the event. Put reels up on Instagram. Have a special hashtag about the event that you want people to share. Uh, you can also turn that into a contest of sorts uh, where you can let people know ahead of time that you are going to be drawing randomly for one person to win maybe a $50 Amazon gift card uh, if they share your special hashtag, which of course will help other people find your business. And then another option for you is to collaborate with other pet businesses or with a local pet rescue if it is not already a pet rescue event. Of course, you don't want to do this if you're at like a humane society event. You don't want to bring in another pet rescue because that just wouldn't be right. But collaborate with other pet businesses, like I mentioned before, with a local treat company or if it seems like a good venue, bring in another rescue and tell that rescue to bring in a super cute puppy or some kittens possibly that is a great great way to get people to come into your booth uh, so you can of course have them come into your booth you can cross market each other and possibly get some more pets adopted 
And then, of course, don't forget to gather those email addresses. You do not want to miss the opportunity to be able to contact these people down the road, right? Gathering email addresses and new prospect information should be one of the most important things that you are doing at your events. So make sure that you have a way for them to submit their email address to you. Typically, the easiest to use is something like a Google form. Have an iPad available for them with the form already pulled up. They put in their basic information and hit submit for the next person to then give their information. Now, people don't give you their email addresses unless they are getting something very high value in return. So you want to make sure that you have a great thing for them to sign up for. Here's a couple of ideas for you. A totally irresistible raffle. Now, in some situations, this might just be a $50 Amazon card. Really understand your public that you're going to be exposed to and come up with something that works for that audience. It could also be some sort of a raffle basket of pet goodies, some sort of a themed gift basket. It could be a collection of coupons from other local pet businesses. Anything like that that is exciting and gets people interested in signing up for. Uh, There was a point when we had a local pet treat company and I took a large, um, I'm not even sure what those are called, it's it's not a carafe, a large container that you would see from a catering company where, you know, you'd pour your tea out of a little spigot on the bottom, whatever those are called, right? Uh, I had that and I filled it with treats from this local company. And the whole, you know, sign up was guess the number of treats and whoever guessed the closest got all of the treats so that was a really fun one that we did and it got a lot of signups another option might be having some sort of an interactive game contest or in my case I actually have a quiz the quiz I have them sign up for is what breed are you and they go through a list of questions which then based off of their personality gives them a result of a breed that their personality most fits with the description that they usually say fits them just about perfectly and it also gives them an introduction to our company with some great offers that we have for them so there's just several quick ideas that you can use to gather those emails make sure that you keep in mind that that is your purpose is to gather these contacts so then you can continue to market to them they might not need your services right now but you never know when they might in the future or more importantly they might hear from someone else who needs your services and they can provide that referral But again, make sure that you have a clear privacy policy and that you are a trusted place for someone to provide their email to. Never be that person that is there to gather emails and sell it to an email list. I still can't believe people do that, but there are some businesses out there that do. You need to be the one that values their email because it is one of the most trusted pieces of real estate that you can be provided with. Now, Next week's Tip Tuesday is going to be all about what to do with those emails once you have them. And this leads me into what I have as a free giveaway for the month of June at the Pet Biz Hive. 
I have a four video series all about creating a sales funnel in your pet business. Now, if you don't know what a sales funnel is, you absolutely should watch this series. I take you through not only a description of what a sales funnel should be in your pet business, but I also give you some of the top tracking and metrics you should follow. I talk to you about how to increase your inquiries and how to nurture those people once they get in your funnel. So check that out now. The link is in the show notes. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Pet Biz Hive. You can follow me at Pet Biz Hive on both Facebook and Instagram and learn more at PetBizGuru.com. What is your next best move? 